This past week, we read chapters 4 through 10 of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. These chapters went more in depth on the aspects, on aspects like death and creation, and we see a lot of how Victor really is, his older and grown-up character. So we start off in chapter 4 with Victor dedicating himself to science, and we saw that at the end of chapter 3 as well. And he proceeds to create the creature. We don't have a name for the creature besides things like the creature, the monster, the demon, things like that. But when the creature is created, he runs away from it in fear. And when he comes back to his apartment that he was at, he doesn't see him. Uh, we also see more on Henry Clerval, who nurses Victor back to health, back to his health after he after it deteriorates from months of work. Um, we see Frankenstein get two letters, one from Elizabeth saying they miss him at home and to write back, and one from his father saying his brother, William, is dead. Victor goes back home and thinks he sees the creature climbing a mountain. He blames William's death on the creature, contrary to how the town said it was Justin Justine Moritz. Justine Moritz is then tried, convicted, and executed, and Victor becomes very depressed and visits another town that was a part of his childhood. He meets the creature on a large body of ice and ridicules him. However, the chapter does end with Victor going with his creation to try to understand why he would do the horrors that he has done. Because in all fairness, it is his creation. And we'll get more to, we'll get back to the relationship between them two later on as well. So the characters that we see kind of evolving now are Victor, first of all. We see older Victor. Um, we see how he reacts when his creation goes wrong. Whether it actually went wrong or not he is debatable because the creature, we don't necessarily know if the creature was trying to hurt Victor at the beginning um, and how resentful Victor can truly be. We also see the creature and we learn a lot about him. Um, mainly in chapter 10 is when we learn a lot about him. He's very well-spoken and intelligent and wants to know why he was created. He is confused as it's natural as the first thing he saw is his creator run away from him. That was the first thing he saw when he woke up. Um, we also see Elizabeth, and we see how caring she is now that she's older, um, especially toward Justine Moritz before she got executed, and how Justine and her shared the thought that Justine would be going to heaven, and um, Justine was not afraid to die, and she was comforted by Elizabeth being there um, when she was supposedly wrongly accused. Now, we don't necessarily know if she was wrongly accused or not, because it's mainly speculation that the creature killed William, but from Victor's point of view, that's certainly as it is. And then, of course, we see more from Henry Clerval as well, who comes into the town that Victor is at when he's in university and they meet up. He does not tell Henry Clerval about his creature. He doesn't tell him. And whether he's doing that because he doesn't think, or because he, doesn't, he feels guilty, or whatever reason it is, he doesn't tell Clerval. And Clerval then, of course, nurses him back to health and ends up going to school for his own passion, um, which is in different languages. Which Victor actually accompanies him, but doesn't doesn't put as much effort into. And it really does seem like a lot of years are going bat pie in this book, um, in a very fast amount of time. But we see like why that's so, uh, because there's a lot of parts of him just learning, you know. Um, now, for the historical background of these chapters, we do start to see Mary Shelley's inspiration in how Victor created the creature and like where she got this from. There's a lot of there was a lot of speculation on revival and the understanding of the human body 
around Mary Shelley during the time that she was writing this. And we also see Victor allude to grave robbing in chapter four, when he says, darkness had no effect upon my fancy, and a churchyard was to be merely the receptacle of bodies deprived of life, which from being the seat of beauty and strength had become food for the worm. It also is known that Mary Shelley was raised an atheist and likely wasn't religious, which explains how a churchyard would not be important to her. She herself was not a grave robber, of course, but she had experience in owning a body part, which was her deceased husband's heart. She's very detailed with death, as she saw a lot of it in her life. This is reflected when Victor says in chapter 4, I paused, examining and analyzing all the, the minutiae of causation, as exemplified in the change from life to death and death to life. Now, lastly, a key question in the text. What is the relationship between the creator and the created? At the end of chapter 10, Victor spoke with the creature, and the creature expressed, Believe me, Frankenstein, I was benevolent. My soul glowed with love and humanity, but I am not alone, miserably alone. But am I not alone, miserably alone? You, my creator, abhor me. What hope can I gather from your fellow creatures who owe me nothing? They spurn and hate me. I think that there are more questions that can be generated, such as, is the creator responsible for his creation? Certainly a mother and father are typically responsible for their baby, but can the same be said for an eight-foot revived creature? I believe that we will continue to see this relationship as we see more of the creature's feelings and understand how Victor made him feel.